Thanks so much. Well, it's been a real pleasure um, being with you this weekend. We've had a lot of fun and uh, just uh, such a delight to see what a shiny, full of Jesus community you are. Um, it's um, it's very exciting um, to be part of a group of people who are exuding Jesus. Ah, well, gaining momentum. That is something that we've been experiencing in our life in the last 18 months in an unprecedented way. And I want to share this morning one of the things that has been such a a breakthrough um, for me and has caused probably exponential growth in my life with God. Um, About a year ago, we had a student come to the School of Ministry um, that Emily would know, uh, who, uh, who was anorexic, um, struggled with suicidal thoughts, depression, self-hatred. Um, she came because she wanted God to come and meet her and change her. And she she came and the first probably two months she, she would stand in worship with her arms folded and just be like, well, I'm not going to sing because I don't feel any of that and you haven't changed me yet. You haven't done any of this stuff. And I'm not going to sing it because I don't feel it. I'm not going to engage in any prayer time because... You've not changed me yet. You've not done anything. I want you to do it, but you're not doing anything. And she spent two months, in, and she would describe in her own words, saying no to God. Because why would I say no to you if you've not done some massive piano falling from the sky transformation in my life? And one day she was, she, she was in worship, and she just had this moment of revelation. And I love these moments of revelation, right from the heart of the Father, where we suddenly see something, and, and really she suddenly saw that her nose were not working. <laughs> there was not any change coming. And, and she just had this glimpse where she suddenly thought, my my hatred of myself and my, my, the, the, the way I've been struggling with anorexia has been like rebellion to God. And I need to, I need, I need to say sorry. So she, she's like, well, I don't really feel like it, but I'm just going to do it. Just to kind of, you know, what else, you know, <laughs> nothing else is working. So she just begins to say, God, I'm sorry and forgive me for having been in rebellion against you. And as she says it, something just begins to erupt out of her. And she falls to the ground and she just starts repenting and saying, I'm so sorry for all these months and years of rebellion and self-hatred and basically sin, not trusting you and rejecting you. She cried so much that I think she knelt down as she was crying that her hair, she had to go and blow dry her hair after worship because it was soggy with snot and tears. Uh, Which, you know, is, you know, that's quite a lot of tears. I've cried tears in my time, but I'm not sure that I've cried that many tears. And the next morning she woke up. And that, no, 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 rewind. The night before, God spoke to her and said, I want you to start saying yes to me. You've spent months saying no. You spent years actually saying no. And he said, I want you to start saying yes to me and see what I'll do. So she's like, you know, okay, I'll do it. You know, no hasn't worked. That was an encounter with you, but what more will you do? She woke up the next morning, and the first morning in years that her first thought upon waking up had not been, oh, I'm, a, I'm alive. I wish I was dead. It, those, she woke up and she was like, oh, 
what a good day this is. And then she was like, what just happened? What just, oh, what happened? Wow, I'm, I'm kind of happy to be alive. And the suicidal thoughts and the anorexia had totally gone. The next, that afternoon, I mean, come on, God is so good. That, that afternoon, she went down, um, she was going downtown and she, she went to Starbucks and normally she would get like a little black coffee because she wouldn't want any of the milk to, to, you know, be adding fat. She was just like, oh, I just feel like a latte today. And then she came to me the next day and was like, Sarah, I just felt like a latte. And I just, I had it and I felt good. And she just was like, it just totally, she was totally delivered from that. Now, a lot of the self-hatred and the, the internal thought life was yet to be renewed. So she started on this journey of just, I'm going to say yes to God every day. I'm going to say yes to him. I'm going to say yes to worshiping him. And I'm going to choose it even when I don't feel like it. Because I've been saying no based on my feelings and based on my resentment all this time. And it's done absolutely nothing. And actually, it's probably pushed me further into that. And so she began this journey of saying yes. Just every morning, the first thing that she did, just saying yes, yes to you, God. I say yes to you, yes to who you are. I say yes to loving you. I say yes to receiving your love. I say yes to being alive. I say yes and she, she would just journal every day and say, God, what do you want me to say yes to today? And when you see a person transform before your eyes, and she, I've never seen a person transform like I've seen her transform. She, she was, she's a tall girl about my height, and she was probably about 90, 90 pounds. And, you know, would wear huge hoodies and her, ge- her clothes were falling off her. Within about three months, you know, she's just, she's just glowing. And I'm like, God, I'm seeing you bring a person alive. Like inside, there was a light inside of her. And you know, in, in Deuteronomy 30, verse 19 to 20, God says, This day I call the heavens and the earth as witnesses against you, that I've set before you life and death, blessings and curses. Now choose life so that you and your children may live and that you may love the Lord your God, listen to his voice and hold fast to him. God gave us the power of choice. He gave us the ability to choose yes or to choose no. And many times we live our life with him in a passive way, abdicating responsibility for our lives. And yet God has invited us to choose life. He's like, choose life. Say yes to me. And he is inviting us to say yes. And my question to you is, what are you saying yes to? And what are you saying no to? Are you saying yes to him? Sometimes we're like, I said yes, it's salvation. And then one day there will be like, yes to the mission field. And then in in this bit, there's not much happening. Now, I don't know about you, but if I said to you, I am going to become an Olympic snowboarder. And I, I'm not going pra- to practice or train. I'm going to save myself until the day that I stand on that mountain and I look down the vertical drop and I'm going to just all, it's all going to come together at that moment. 
you would be like, you're crazy. <laughs> Firstly, you're not going to get into the Olympic team. And secondly, you're probably going to die when you go off that vertical cliff. And yet sometimes in life with God, we, we kind of say, I'm going to go over there. But we don't do any of the yes practicing on the way there. And, you know, in conversation um, with, with Naomi, the, um, the student, I, I really got inspired. And God spoke to me and said, Sarah, I want you to start saying yes to me. And I was like, I need to do that. You know, instead of when God sometimes speaks to me and it being a bit of a negotiation. Anybody ever had those times like, oh, you really want to go and me to share something with that, the, you know, the barista at the coffee shop? I just don't feel like it. Are you sure? Maybe next time I come back, I, maybe I'll build a bit of relationship before I do anything. Oh, I didn't do my hair today. Like, how will she respect anything that I say if I've not done my hair? And we sort of get into this, like, prolonged negotiation of something simple that God is asking us to do. And I was like, I'm not practicing yes in my life with God. And so I was journaling about this. I, when, when I was in a coffee shop, I'm journaling, and I just feel God saying, Sarah, I want you to partner with me. I want you to say yes to me. And I'm just like, yes, Lord, I'm getting revelation. It's really good. And then he, I have this vision of me walking with Jesus. And I'm like, oh, this is lovely. We're just walking. Oh, lovely. And then in the vision, he, he's, like, he's like, let's walk down here. And it's like a dark crevasse. And immediately I'm like, oh, no. No, no. You know, I don't really feel. Oh, you know, look at the time. I probably need to get to church right now. And I'm like, well, I close my journal and oh, maybe and I'm, I'm starting to just leave it. And thankfully, I have that moment of, wow, God, God spoke to me about saying yes to him. I'm like, yes, yes. Immediately, he starts leading me in a direction that I feel a bit like, I'm not sure I want to go. I've, start, I've totally procrastinated and said no. I've said no passively, kind of like, oh, well, maybe the time, it's a bit late. But, but actually, that's still me saying no. It's a passive no, but it's a no. I was, and I had this moment of conviction, like, oh. So I'm like, okay, well, Jesus, I don't... I don't really want to do this, but I'm going to say yes to you because I trust you and I love you and that you're not going to take me on a walk with you somewhere that, you know, is going to be bad for me. And actually, God led me into this vision that was that was one of the most healing visions I've had in a long time and addressed something that I'd been unaware of. And he was just like, these two people, you need to forgive them. And I was a bit like, that. well, that was out of the blue. And yet it has had quite intense ramifications in my life. Like that little vision where I chose to forgive some people that Jesus showed me has brought quite a bit of internal freedom to me. And I was going to say no to it because, oh, it makes me feel a bit uncomfortable. Oh, I don't like that. It's busy. I'm going to rush off. And it was such a clear picture to me of how I passively say no to God in my life. And so I'm just like, I need to practice my yeses. (laughs) Because obviously I'm a little bit out of practice and I'm quite in practice at my, you know, passive, oh, I don't feel like that, kind of no. So I, I spent the next few months, and since then, and I do it now, every morning I get up in the first bleary thoughts in my head. I kind of, I'm lying there, but I'm just like, oh, I say yes to you today, Jesus. 
I say yes to you. And then I'll ask him. I'm like, I say yes to you. I say yes to you, Father. I say yes to what you want me to do. And then I'm like, is there something you particularly want me to say yes to today? And sometimes he's like, you know, you've got a day full of meetings and meetings you don't really want to go to. And he's like, I want you to say yes to those because I want you to go there and be wholehearted instead of going there and being there in body. But your heart is like still at home with its fingers in its ears. Have you ever done that where you're like, my body is present, but I'm really trying not to be. And, and God spoke to me and said, Sarah, I want your wholehearted engagement in your life. And I'm like, whoa, okay. So those days when I have those days of meetings where I'm like, oh, I'm going to have to do some confrontation. Oh, I don't like it. And I'm just like, I just say yes to you today. I say yes to going to those meetings. I say yes to being engaged. Sometimes um, the other day he said, Sarah, I want you to say yes to being yourself. And I was like, oh, what does that mean? And, he, uh, and I, he's given me all this re- revelation. He's like, well, that means embracing the parts of yourself that you love and the parts of yourself that maybe you're still working on loving. I was like, whoa. Wow, you're, you're catching me off guard with these profound things, God. And, and you see, as we start saying yes to him, we're training our ability to choose life. Sometimes we're like, how can I choose life? How can I make good choices? And then we start with the mountain. And God's saying, I want you to just start with the little yeses. You know, I'm, I'm, when I, the first time I went skiing, I stayed on the baby slope. And I kept going down the baby slope. I would go down the baby slope. And then I went to the first level slope. And I'm like, oh, it's, it's like straight down. And it's probably like the simplest slope on the mountain. But for me, I'm just like, wow, it's so much steeper than the other one. And I skied down it. And I'm just like, oh, I think I'm going to die if I fall. I must not fall. And, and, uh, but, but, you know, practicing on the little slopes, after a while, you're like, oh, I can do this. This is quite comfortable. This is is easy and then you get to the next slope and you're a bit like whoa it's pretty it's pretty steep it's pretty steep but wow I've done it a few times now wow I'm getting a bit more comfortable and then then you get up onto the black double black diamond slopes of saying yes and then you're a bit like whoa and and yet sometimes we wait and we think we're just going to say yes when we get to the double black diamond and then we have a bit of trouble. Anybody haven't found that when you're, you're suddenly like, whoa, you know, God's asking me to do something or say something. And I feel so unprepared in myself or I feel so unable to change this area of my life. And it's, it's the baby steps. It's the little yeses, the little yeses that he's inviting us into. Hebrews 11. I love Hebrews 11. And I'm in Job some surprising way. Wait, I put the little string thingy in to help me. Hebrews 11 is a roll call of people who said yes to God. When you think Abel, Enoch, Abraham, Noah. Noah said yes to building an ark. What? What is this? He had to say yes to God in order to do that. Abraham, called to go to a place he would later receive as his inheritance, obeyed and went even though he did not know where he was going. He said yes to God. 
I don't necessarily always like saying yes to not knowing where I'm going. Anybody else? I'm like, I would like to know my destination, and then I may choose whether, whether or not I go there or not. That's not necessarily kingdom thinking, as the Lord has revealed to me. Because God is inviting us into a relationship and a life of trust. Yes is to him. And you see, when we say yes to him, we build trust and relationship with him. We build trust that today he's going to bring us through the things of today, even though they may, may not be easy things. Maybe today we just say yes to receiving his love and saying, I'm going to let you love me today, God. I'm going to choose to intentionally do that. And I have to say, one of the fruits of it that I've seen is that I am, I'm, my faith that he's going to come and be evident and, and interacting in my life in a miraculous, God-intervening way has risen immensely. Because I feel like I've started the day partnering with him, inviting him in, and I'm like, well, if you're asking me to say yes to this, you're going to come and be a part of it. So if you're asking me to go and say yes to something that I actually feel really inadequate and insecure about, because I have moments when I feel inadequate and insecure, then then he is going to be enough. He's going to come through for me. And then I'm like, well, maybe I don't need to be so insecure about this because I've already given it to him. And even though before I would have prayed and asked for his help, somehow the act of starting the day saying yes to him has begun to transform my mindset. It's begun to renew my mind on a whole new level with him. And... I love this. I, I, I love it when I read this. Um, I mean, Hebrews 12, it says, Let us fix our eyes on Jesus, the author and perfecter of our faith, who for the joy set before him endured the cross, scorning at shame, and sat down at the right hand of the God. Jesus said yes to the cross because of the joy set before him, which is us. We're the joy set before him. Jesus said yes for us. Now we get to live our lives saying yes to him. Yes to you, Jesus. Fixing our eyes on him as we say yes to him. Oh, um, this, uh, this student, Naomi, she told me, you know, one day it was kind of like 10 o'clock at night and God spoke to her and said, I want you to say yes to your body. Like yes to the body that I've given you. And she said, it took her till three o'clock in the morning to actually get the words out. Wow. To, to get past all those mindsets of, of, of kind of lies and self-hatred and just like, how can, I, how can I do that? And yes, saying yes is not always an easy thing. It's not like, oh, you know, and for her, she battled for, what, five hours to say yes to something that God had asked her to do. But she was like, I'm determined to do it and not just say yes on the outside. Because you know when we say yes on the outside, but our inside says no? That inside no really cancels out the yes on the outside. Yeah, it kind of, it cancels it out. God is inviting us to be a wholehearted people who have a powerful inside yes that like shoots out of them. And brings change. I know when I'm able to say yes with the whole of me, things happen. 
atmospheres change. God can use me in a way that when I'm like, no, 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 yes, that really shifts something. And as I've begun saying yes each day, little yeses, that inside yes, that wholehearted yes to God has become much more powerful. I'm just like, wow, I feel much more authentic and resonant because I'm choosing to set sail in a direction in life with God and it is bringing fruit. Oh. We need to stop waiting for the perfect life to say yes to him. <laughs> I, I, I'm definitely guilty of doing that where I'm just like, well, when, you know, when things change, then I'll say yes. When I'm happy, then I'll say yes. When I, when I, you know, when life slows down again, then I'll just start saying yes. When I have money, I will give. You know, we, 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 we kind of put it off. That perfect life may never come if we don't start saying yes. <laughs> it's time to say yes to him and partner with him in our life. But yes, you're like, but Sarah, yes is uncomfortable sometimes. Sometimes God might be asking me to say yes to things I don't want to say yes to. How good is God? He's really good. How trustworthy is he? He's really trustworthy. When he's inviting us to say yes to him and yes to life, yes to hope, it's not because he's got a nasty surprise waiting for us around the corner and he's going to be like, ha-ha, whack. That is not who he is. And yes, grows our trust. Yes, grows our faith. Yes, builds intimacy and relationship with him. And sometimes it exposes the lack of that. (laughs) Sometimes you're like, wow, I find it really hard to say yes to him because everything in me is like, no, I'm scared. And then he... When, when we can see that, he can invite us into that relationship of healing and trust with him. Yes opens the door to his kingdom in your life. Yes releases the keys um, for overcoming, for victory, for love. Yes is a very, very, very powerful word. So is no. Sometimes as God invites us to say yes, he's also asking us to say no to some things. What's he asking you to say no to? You know, maybe he's saying, he's asking you to say no to judgment, no to fear, no to criticism, no, no to life choices. You know, when it talks about Abraham, by faith, Abraham, when called to go to a place he would later receive, blah, 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 even though he didn't know where he was going, by faith he made his home in the promised land. Like a stranger in a foreign country, he lived in tents. You know that first week or so, you know when you're buoyed up on the like, yes, I will go to the promised land, Lord. And then all his people and his servants and the camels and the sheep and they like set off. You know, after like week three, I bet there were like, the servants were like, we're still living in tents. Have you ever been camping? Some of you may love camping. I have done quite a lot of camping in my life. Uh, In England, when you camp, it rains. And... Um, I have vivid memories as a child of sitting in a tent on a little stool in my wellies. What do you call it? Rubber boots. Rubber boots. And 
about two inches of water running through the tent. Like, it was like we'd pitched our tent in a river, except we hadn't. It had, ventured, it had originally been pitched on a dry sort of hillside. And my mom being like, don't worry, Sarah, you know, the rain will stop soon. And just sort of being like, well, where will we sleep? That was a normal camping experience. You know, the sort of, like, leaping up in the morning, desperate for the loo, wrestling with the zip on the tent, dashing out across a rain-soaked field to find the bathroom. Then I camped in Canada. I'm like, well, at least it is dry here. There were mosquitoes that were like small animals with wings. And let's just say... When, when we nipped out in the night to uh, nip to the loo, we found that we had been bitten many, many, many times. And that was after we'd been attacked by the raccoons. <laughs> and suddenly in that moment, home just felt so good. I have to confess, I w- confess, we went camping with a bunch of girls and we left after the first night. We were like, maybe we'll just drive home. And then we'll just like have a little sleepover together at home and we'll just cook the hot dogs and the burgers that we brought with us. I know some of you in here are like hardcore survivalists who like would just sleep as you fell to the ground in the woods happily. I'm not that person. But don't you think that Abraham, after he'd, you know, leapt off into the desert, after a while that maybe he had to, he had to choose to keep saying yes to God. Because camping, he, he lived in a tent for years. He lived in a tent all his life. I bet it was pretty dusty in that tent. A bit drafty. There were probably poisonous snakes lurking around. You know, he probably had to say no to going back. No to, the, to those little voices like, oh, fall back. What a stupid idea. You probably didn't hear God. You, maybe you ate a mushroom or something. You know? <laughs> He had to keep choosing to say yes. Uh, And he received the promise. The son. He received his son Isaac. And he kept saying yes to faith and yes to hope because, you know... It keep, you know when the Bible keeps saying, and his body was as good as dead. I'm like, wow, you're really emphasizing that fact. <laughs> I want to end with a challenge today. What is God asking you to say yes to? And what is he asking you to say no to? Because your yes will partner you with God in a life of miraculous God intervention. A life. Do you want to see miracles? Do you want to see supernatural intervention in your life? In Kalamazoo? Do you want to see transformation in your community? Time to start saying yes. Yes, 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 yes. Because when you say yes to God and his leading, he knows what he's doing. He's He's got the big picture blueprint strategy. You may think you're just saying yes to talking to a girl at the coffee shop. But you may not know that she may be a catalyst for transformation in a whole community. One yes can change your life. So let's just take a moment. 
and ask the Holy Spirit because actually he does know what he would like you to say yes to. (laughs) And it's so great. We're his sheep. We hear his voice. And so, Holy Spirit, we want to partner with you in our lives. We want to repent for where we've been saying no. No to you. Where we've been waiting for the perfect day, the perfect life to do that. And today I just ask that you would, you would show us where you want us to say yes to you. When you hear him speak something, why don't you just speak it out loud? I say yes to you, God. I say yes to life. I say yes to joy. I say yes to being uncomfortable. And maybe you even want to write it down. It helps to begin to record and remember those things. Yeah. Holy Spirit, is there anything that you would like us to say no to? Is there anything that's holding us back? Yeah, no to fear. No to hatred. No to anger. Thank you, God. Holy Spirit, would you would you come and rest on our hearts? Would you inspire us and give us vision so that our eyes are fixed on Jesus, the author and perfecter of our faith? We love you, Jesus. I want to end with two things. Firstly, I want to end with a challenge. I challenge you to spend the next two weeks saying yes to God every day. First thing in the morning, you get up and, Jesus, I say yes to you. 
What do you want me to say yes to in life today? And there were times when I felt really discouraged and, and was really kind of, my emotional life was not necessarily lining up with, with what I wanted it to be. But every morning I would say yes to hope and yes to joy. And it shifted something, shifted something for me. And secondly, I feel we should end with a shout. A shout of yes to God if you would like to do that. Because our words have power. And as we're entering into agreement. So what, do you mind standing with me? Because you have more lung capacity when you stand. And, and, and hopefully this will be a resounding, loud, resonant yes. Should we do it on three? Okay, one, two, three. Yeah! Let's do it again. One, two, three. Yeah! Wow, we say yes to you today, Father. Yes to you, Jesus. Yes to your work. Yes to whatever you ask us to do. Amen.